everybody this is Vinny Bucci aka the Booch and welcome to the recap of NXT and of course ladies and gentlemen joining me here on the Booch cast he is the NXT correspondent he's been woken yes sir he's been broken 
Yes, sir. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude? And dude, yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger. And to Vinny's happiness of joy, I am not drinking tonight. Fuck you. I am drinking hot chocolate instead. But otherwise than that, I thought this card was absolutely fantastic. Apparently, the Bitty doesn't think so. So, let's proceed. I'm sorry, I, I didn't, I said I didn't like the card? Where did I say yeah, that? Yeah, like he did. You didn't, you had your ups and downs about it, but you're going to probably be pissed about, about something that I like. But moving on. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm yeah. Apparently, Zach is new to the show. Um, like Vinny's gonna find some fault. Uh, yeah, on analyzing. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Let's see how we do on this one. So we kick this show off with our first official match of the evening. We've got Hot for Teacher Kiana James versus Nikita Lyons. Uh, I thought this actually was a good opening match. I mean, you already know who's gonna win, Nikita Lyons, and for a second there, Kiana James had her on the ropes. Back and forth, back and forth. These two women put on a, a decent opening match, and the key lines won. I love the way she pins to her opponents. Vinny, go ahead. The split is awesome. Right. The only, the only, the only thing about the split is every time she does it, it reminds you of the Cameron botch from so many years ago. That's oh. that's the thing about the split because Cameron, who was one of the worst in-ring competitors in the female division, like people give the bells a lot of shit, but it at least Nikki knew how to work. Cameron was fucking awful. There is a match where she goes and does a split similar to what Nikita did. The only problem is the woman is laying on her stomach and she hits this split. She looks up at the ref and tells him to count the fall. But the ref's not counting because the opponent's not lying on her back and Cameron suddenly realizes, oh shit. And it's live TV <laughs> she does this. So every time I see the split, Cameron pops in my head. Now, that's not to say I don't like the split because Nikita does it right and does it sexy. And mm-hmm. But that's just what I think about whenever I see the split. But that's just a personal thing for me and anybody that grew up in the Cameron era. We all still have nightmares. But either way, this match was very good. And what I'm liking about this is, and I'm starting to see this lately with a lot of the women that are coming in, they're they're, they're starting to become the total package. I think when they start recruiting women now, they're looking for the happy middle ground. And what the happy middle ground is, these are two girls who are hot as fuck and know how to wrestle. You don't have women that are one and not the other anymore. Because you got some women who are very, very sexy, but do not know how to wrestle. But you also have women who are very good at wrestling, but are hideous to look at. And I, I'm so, I don't care what anybody says. This is, te- this is the- We're still in the television internet age where people see shit. You got to look presentable. Guy or girl. Just the way it is. And I'm start- we're starting to see now that happy middle ground, and I like it. Like, okay, these girls can work. They put on great matches, but they look sexy doing doing it too and both of them do that's why i give kiana james a new nickname hot for teacher as i said before she's got that teacher porn star look so that's my new nickname for kiana james hot for teacher that's what i'm gonna call her from now on and Nikita Lyons, obviously, she's got the singer background, the whole groupie thing, which is great. Not that she's a groupie, but apparently her mom was a groupie. And it's weird you don't see that in wrestling. I just thought of that. Yeah, you, could, you could see, like, like, like I, I, if this was the Attitude Era, you could have done something with Charlotte where she was like, you know, Ric Flair hooked up with a ring rat and boom, here's Charlotte. <laughs> that's believable because Ric Flair fucked 
everybody. But I'm just saying. Apparently, it's a so did Vince McMahon. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm just saying, you could have. I, I would like to have seen a woman that's like, yo, my, my dad was a legendary wrestler. He fucked a ring rat and got her pregnant. And boom, there she is. And I just find that weird. We haven't seen that storyline, but we're getting the groupie musician thing. That's just something I thought about. But oh, like I said before, mm-hmm. the match was great. I don't. I don't have complaints about this match. I thought it was very enjoyable. And I just. But I. But I'm trying to see that we're starting to get a great caliber of women that are sexy and can work. And I like that. And I think we need to go in that direction more. That way you got something for everyone. And if you can bring both to the table, you're going places in the in, in the business. You just are. You're going places. It can be both. These women definitely are both. Of course, after the match, uh, James attacks Lions from behind. So it's a good chance this feud's going to continue. Um, so far, they haven't advertised anything for them for Heat Wave. So I don't think it's going to bleed into that show. But either way, this is going to be a feud. I got a feeling. Yes, sir. And on that note, we cut to the uh, backstage area where we see uh, Ariana Grace complains to Andre Chase about Thea Hale giving her a black eye. Grace wants to sue. Chase goes nuts and yells about solving problems that chase you in the ring. Classic Adrian Chase and chase you, right? It's great. <laughs> I love it. It's just like he's he's hearing both sides. He's taking he was he's he's being uh, sympathetic, but then he goes, "All right, we're gonna settle this in, in a match." And she goes, "I want to sue." And Andre's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is Chase University. We solve our problems in the ring." And I love I love the fact they just let Andre cuss people and censor him. I think that's beautiful. They also said that like we're gonna change this, take this, tear this in the ring because it happened on Chase University property. I was like, and I'm sitting there just laughing. I was like, "Why is this work? Why am I laughing? I don't." Get it, but it's wonderful. It's entertainment, and it's entertainment done right. So this is like a great, great segment. And of course, we get to see um, Thea Hale in her first match ever, which I've been looking forward to seeing. You know, I look forward to seeing her get in the ring and finally mix it up instead of just doing backstage shit. You know, True. so this is this is great. And Ariana Grace has a chance to see what she's got. And on that note, we cut to the backstage area where the Creeds are watching match film with Apollo Cruz. Julius thanks Cruz for taking the time to watch the film with them. Roger Strong walks in and takes exception to the cre- Creed's being with Cruz. This leads to the two agreeing to a match. Was this okay? Did you like this? Um, it was all right. Uh, yeah, I agree. I just feel like this, this is get. I feel like this whole diamond mine thing is starting to get goddamn ridiculous. It's like it's every boring. week, Roger Strong is bitching about something. Every week. And it's like, I can't believe you're hanging out with this guy. It's like, motherfucker, it's Apollo Cruz. He's an NXT alumni who made it to the main roster who did great things but would have been better if booking knew what the fuck they were doing back then uh, but ultimately you want advice from a guy like apollo cruz if you're starting out in the business apollo's got enough experience that he can lend advice so for Riley to take that personally is just him being a control freak and like i said it's getting out of control it's getting to the point where if you want to split this team up just fucking do it put the faction up please it's it's the same shit every week and it's getting annoying. That part I agree on. I think there's going to be a mutiny. I think Apollo Crews might take over. You want Apollo Crews? Why would Apollo Crews be the leader of Diamond Mine though? That wouldn't make sense. Uh, just putting it out there. I think Roger Strong's about to be kicked out of Diamond Mine and maybe Apollo Crews would be part of it. Never know. Yeah, it would just be weird because I don't really like picturing him. Dude, I just don't think. Okay. Moving 
on. Um, yeah. On that note, uh, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We got a rounds match with uh, Trick Williams with Carmelo Hayes versus Wesley. Now, before we get into this match, um, there's uh, there they establish the ground rules, and those ground rules are six three-minute rounds, a twenty-second break between each round. Falls can be won by pinfall, submission, or countout. Once a fall occurs, the round ends. The first superstar to win two falls will be declared the winner. In the event of a disqualification or a knockout, the match is instantly over. So, we then move on to the rounds match. Trick wins with Carmelo Hayes versus Wesley. I thought this was actually fucking wonderful. What about you? Hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it every shit out of it. It was actually believable, too, and Jesus Christ, it was actually really entertaining as hell. I was like, okay, I, I was, I, I didn't understand it at first, and I saw the watchers like, okay, I see what they're doing here. It went back and forth, and it was actually really, really good. Yeah. What about you? I thought it was, thought it was weird at first. Like they're coming out with boxing gloves, and they're basically like boxing in the first round. And at first, I kind of thought, okay, is like the first round supposed to be boxing, the second round supposed to be wrestling? Because as soon as the first round ended, the gloves come off. Next thing you know, they're doing wrestling moves to each other. Williams hits the big boot, gets the pin. And so round three happens during the break. There's no falls. Then round four, Hayes puts one glove on because apparently he's Michael Jackson now. And <laughs> then they're just like pummeling him in the corner. Lee gets the crucifix for the win. As soon as the bell wings, rings, Williams drops Lee with the right hand. So Lee's rocked. Um, He looks to be on his feet. Um, But Williams gets back up. I mean, it's pretty cool. Because you're starting to see everything go down. Like Lee pre- pins Williams with three seconds to spare and gets the second fall. So this six round match, this six round match ended in five. And Wes got the got the the fall, so it was actually not that bad. That was a pretty good. It match. wasn't. It wasn't. They they found a way to make it interesting and believable. A, and believable. Yeah, everything worked out great in that regard. I still kind of wish this happened at Heat Wave, though. I still feel a match of this caliber should be on your big show. So I'm still a little iffy about that. But I did enjoy the match overall. I just did well, sir. I did as well. All right, then. Moving on. Yes. Next, we cut to the in-ring segment with Carmelo Hayes. Hayes complains about Lee cheating to beat Williams. Hayes gloats about beating Nathan Frazier last week. That's all it is. That's all it's ever going to be. Frazier's music hits, but Giovanni Vinci appears in the ring behind him. Vinci says he will deal with Frazier for stealing his title shot last week. Vinci wants Hayes at Heat Wave. Hayes laughs. Vinci says Hayes thinks he's the A champ, but he's really just a guy. Vinci tries to attack Hayes from behind, but Hayes avoids it. Neither man can get an advantage since they each counter everything the other tries. The referees hit the ring to separate them. I thought this was actually a pretty good promo. Actually, Vinci's like, uh, like, all right. He was like, want another opponent? I'd open challenge. How about me at Heat Wave? So we're going to see Vinci against Carmella Hayes for the U.S. for the North American Championship. Hopefully Vinci wins. I don't think he's going to. Exactly. You there? Okay. <laughs> exactly, yeah. All right. And, um, just yeah overall I enjoyed the segment and I like the fact that the match is happening at Heat Wave I really do because that was the like I said that was the only reason I was
was glad that Nathan Frazier jumped in that ring last week because I thought, okay, this is perfect. We can finally get a solid match out of this. We can finally get, you know, the big match at Heat Wave. And I'm going to say this right now. I think Giovanni needs to walk out with the North American title. I feel like Giovanni is perfect to have that belt. I think Carmelo needs to set his sights on bigger and better things. But I also like the fact that they were not able to land a blow on each other. I like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did that too. And, and the rest broke it up in time. I was like, oh, hell yeah, there you go. All right, cool, 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 cool. Like, anyway. Yeah, it's like they can read each other very well. And not only that, but after, they read each, after they're done reading each other, it's like, okay, there's going to be a fight next week. And that's what you want to do. You want the people to believe there's going to be a fight next week at Heat Wave. So they set that up beautifully, set that up perfectly. That they did, sir. And then we cut to the backstage area where Lash Legend continues to talk Blade's ear off. Idris Hanofi walks in and Legend talks his ear off. Um, I don't know why this was here. <laughs> uh, well, there's an overall reason for this. And, oh my god, it gets better and better. Because at first you're kind of like, okay, what the fuck is this? But then more will, you know, commence later as we cut to the next match of the evening. We even want to call it that. that. Uh, We got Thea Hale versus Ariana Grace. I don't want to make this short and sweet. I really wish Thea Hale would have won. But what Andre Dress did with her, ow, my eye, ow, my eye, did a sneaky little move and got the pin. That was fucking brilliant. That's the only entertaining thing about about this match. I I was fucking clever typical heel good job it was a good match um it was a match yeah i mean it was definitely it just it was it was short and sweet and it needed to be that's very true i don't feel like this was the type of match that needed to go real long this was not a feud that i think people really gave a shit about i think this is more no. about hey the hale's having a debut match let's see what she's got absolutely sir and Vinny, can we proceed to something that was beautiful yes although ariana although ariana grace did get the win in this match she hit the wasteland um, it was nice to see Ariana do well in this match as well. So these, it's like I said, we're getting good-looking girls with great in-ring skill. I, I, I got there's hope for this women's division yet. Uh, but we are gonna move on to something beautiful, and that was this next match of the evening: Roderick Strong versus Apollo Cruz. Was this the match of the night? Yes. Oh my God, how good was this? Oh Jesus Christ. These two guys beat the shit out of each other. It was brutal. And did you notice something? What? That uh, Roderick Strong was more on the offense than Apollo Crews, most of it. But otherwise than that, these two guys beat the shit out of each other. I think it could have really gone that long, but then again, it was worth the freaking time to watch it. So, Vinny, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a great match. It was very well done. I thought it was highly entertaining. Both these guys really brought the fight to each other, and you could tell, you could feel the hate that both guys had for each other. Like, Roger Strong legit hates Apollo Crews, and the more he hates Apollo, the more Apollo starts to hate him back, especially when he was walking to the ring, and he had that vision of Diamond Mine all laying in the ring, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's almost like Apollo Crews is like being possessed or something. Like like, he, like he's got this inner demon or something's gonna come out. He's eventually gonna snap and beat the shit out of everybody. It's gonna be intriguing if that happens. But either way. Very, very true. But it was still like a great, great, solid oh, match. Man. Solid match. You know, you know who would enjoy this? Who? Gator. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm watching I was watching Gator would fucking love this. Holy shit, there's wrestling. <laughs> Mr. Bajarelli, Ginger, look. There's wrestling on the WWE TV. It's a miracle. Praise Leonard Skinner. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much... I think I pretty much just covered what, what he would say right there. That That's pretty much it right there. If you're looking for the answer, That that's it. That's pretty much it. 
Don't need to go any deeper than that. <laughs> you need to shut up. <laughs> so, okay. 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 So backstage, we cut to uh, Last Legend. She's still going on and 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 all of us about herself. And then Anopi tells Legend she has lost. She lost her match last week. Pretty Deadly walks in and jaws with Anopi and Blade. Basically telling them, you know, don't interrupt a woman while she's talking. Last Legend goes, yes, boy. And they start doing all this other shit. And then finally, they just decide to have a tag team match and whatever. Um, I thought this was funny. Did you? Oh, it was hilarious. It was absolutely fucking hilarious. You know, I can't stand Pretty Deadly. But this right here, what Last Legend did, did, the, yeah, did their little thing with him, I uh, thought was actually pretty funny. It's like, Last Legend, Pretty Deadly were pretty good faction, I think. Anyways, but I thought this was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. Um. I mean, it was hilarious. It was very entertaining. Thought it was very well done. And then, of course, we cut to the backstage area and we see the Creeds and Strong argue about not being there for each other and blah, blah, blah. And then he picks up a laptop and breaks it because apparently he doesn't like watching game film. Something about something about watching film Roddy just doesn't like. Um, yeah. Okay, no. All right, who cares? Roddy, you lost. Boo-hoo. You didn't have to break the laptop. Get over yourself. Okay, moving on. Yes, we're moving on. All of a sudden, we have one oh, final God, accord. We got oh, we got Tony D'Angelo oh, and Santos Escobar meet by a fountain alone. D'Angelo and Santos argue over everything that has been happening over the last four months. D'Angelo says he called this meeting to tell Santos to get back in line. Santos instead challenges D'Angelo through a match. And if Santos loses, he has to leave NXT. But he can't take the rest of Legato's with him. However, if he wins, Legato del Fantasma is free from Tony D'Angelo. D'Angelo and Santos, a shake on it. This is absolutely fantastic, was it not? It was a fucking work of art. See? This, this is how things are done. See, people see, people understand there's a thing that goes around called organized crime. And people say, what's the fucking difference between crime and organized crime? Well, here's the difference. Organized crime has fucking organization. Things are planned. Nobody just goes around willy-nilly. Like if someone's going to rob a bank, they don't just sit around going, you got your nine? Yeah, I got my nine. Shit, what you got? I got a 45. Well, shit, let's go. And that's how most people... I got an AK-47. That's how most people fucking plan it. Yeah, no, no, no. That was... See, unorganized crime, they use like 45s and 9s. The, the experienced people, they use the AK-47s, the AR-15s with the laser scope. They going in. They wearing fucking body armor because they going to make sure they get out alive. You know, you got one guy. You got one guy to check security. You got one guy to open the vaults. You got one guy to make sure everybody stays on the fucking ground. And then you got the person outside with the fucking getaway car, so everything goes great. And when you're fucking organized and you got your shit together, everything goes well. When you're disorganized, next thing you know, you're buried in the ground, and your mom's putting flowers next to the fucking tombstone. May you rest in peace. That's how the fuck that happens. Now. See, these two gentlemen, they sit down, they have a conversation, and everything fucking goes well. Because Tony D is aware of the fact, look, he cost me two titles, but I'm still the Don. But I'm still the Don of NXT. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, the Legato thing has run its course and ain't fucking working. I'm hoping Tony D wins this fucking street fight, Santos gets sent fucking packing, and then the Legato, and then the rest of the Legatos fall back in line, and everything goes well. Because like he said, before, 
before Santos showed up, they were starting to come around. Electra was doing great. The other two guys, they was they was winning matches. Everything was going fucking awesome. Tony had this great fucking faction, and it was working for the gimmick. Cause let's be honest here, he's more over than fucking Santos. Santos ain't over. Okay, it's done. It ran its course. All right, he wanted to bring Ana back to Lucha Libre. It ain't fucking happening. Okay, let's send Santos to the main roster and see if he can get over there. That's what I would Are do. Are you done? Hey. What? I'm done when I fucking say I'm done. Don't That's interrupt the, the dog. No, 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 no. Hold it. You go on and on and on and on. I get the point. Ooh, fucking who? Well, at least I got something to say. You say like three sentences, then you want to move on to the next thing. Because I like to keep it that, that long and then help all well, fucking night. Well, I went at the talk much if you talk more. So how about that? Have a fucking opinion. Have a fucking opinion. Otherwise, you're going to hear my voice. Oh, no. Go crash a fucking, go, go crash a fucking pasta sauce someplace else. Oh, please. Don't you got some yeah. four-leaf clovers to spit on or some bullshit like that anyway they set up the <laughs> all right look whatever so the point is all right look so we got this thing right here they they settle everything the one final accord now next week we get in a street fight and it's happening a heat wave so at least now we Thank got something you, to Jesus. fucking work with we're gonna have a war to settle the fucking score and hopefully when it's over santos is sent back in so we got ourselves a great hopefully match it's here. over santos can go do his own thing the next week Anyways. All right. Either way, we got ourselves a great fucking thing here. Again, they shook hands like an organized crime thing should be. It's one-on-one. -on -one, we have a talk. Things don't get emotional. Here's the handshake. That's how it's fucking done. That's organized crime. Two people have a beef. The leaders sit down. They talk like men. You know, they shake hands or they hug. They do the kiss on the cheek. Whatever the fuck. And it's over. That's how we settle it. Because otherwise, chaos fucking ensues. That's how, that's how things get done. That way. That's nobody has to get whacked. Done. Nobody steps out of line. It's diplomatic okay. the way it should be. And boy, what about me? I step out of line all the time. What are you going to do? Well, you're not a Don, so I just slap you. Anyway. Uh, you slap me and see what happens with that hand. I know exactly what happens with this hand. It goes right back to my side where it belongs. No, it's going to be broken put in a fucking cast. I don't, hey, <laughs> not unless I go snor snowboarding and it ain't the fucking winner. So anyway, mm. we're moving on here. Um, the voice. We see Tiffany Stratton walking through uh, the back and all of a sudden, <laughs> closes the door, puts on night vision goggles, shuts off the light, and we don't see shit. All we hear is a fucking chair shot. Then the lights turn back on. Tiffany's knocked out. Pretty much, Wendy tells her this isn't over, walks out and slams the door. Oh, this was fucking awesome. I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was actually funny as shit. What about you? Oh, it was great. This was fucking hilarious. Here's what I liked about it. Yo, is the fact that it's Wendy still, the bitch is still wearing pajamas. But even though she's still wearing the pajamas, she look, she's, she's got like this edge to her now. Like now, it's what not, she's not smiling. She's not asleep. She doesn't have orange soda. She is like, I'm still in the pajamas, but I'm a bad bitch now. I like it. It's showing an aggressive side to Wendy because she's, had don't it. like Dana who you say this. Why? Anyways, he's probably going to get a phone call. Hey, I don't give a shit. I say what I say. But anyway, the only thing I didn't like about this is, okay, she puts on the night vision goggles. Couldn't they just make the screen green to where we could see Tiffany getting hit through the goggles? That was a good point. I would have preferred that. that. Put on night, because usually in, in any movie that you've seen, I'll use Silence of the Lamps. That's the best example. Like, that last scene, by the way, this is a spoiler for you, I'm sorry, but you should have watched this fucking movie 
by now and you're you haven't that's I'm on you. surprised that you watched it Sounds of the Lambs it's a great movie great movie Um, I've watched it many times but anyway she anyway that's that last scene where Clarice finally tracks down Buffalo Bill mm-hmm. and she's basically in the this like closet area somewhere and all of a sudden the lights go out and Bill puts on the night vision goggles you're able to see what he's seeing like he's walking around but you can see Clarice feeling around and looking around and she's clearly in the dark she's got to listen for shit and then of course the guy goes to cock his gun she she hears the cock that's when she turns around right. fucking shoots him multiple times finally kills him lights finally click back on so that but cool. that scene so I'm thinking you have the night vision goggles where you can see everything they should have did that like maybe have Tiffany like freaking out trying to figure out where everything is and then have Wendy just boom swing the chair I would have preferred that over a bunch of scuffling and then a chair shot I hear that. I hear you on that. Yeah, I thought that was, uh, I understand where you're coming from on that one. But, moving on. Yes. We got the next match of the evening. We got ourselves a tag (laughs) team match. Pretty Deadly versus Idris Anofi and Malik Blade. Was this a comedy entertaining match? I think it was designed that way. Okay. I mean, I I didn't want, I didn't really want to watch it, but I started watching it. I was like, hey, it was actually enjoyable. Do we call this a match? I do call this a match. Well, yeah. I didn't say if you even want to call it that. It's a match. I mean, I felt it could have been better. I didn't think it needed all the comedy. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That right there. Like, for example, all of a sudden, you know, like, they're they're just fighting back and forth. Like, just have a match. Like, you're, they were arguing and everything, and then next thing you know, after the match, Last Legend hops up the bar- hops the barricade, and then um, she boots Fallon Henley in the face. Legends, Legend stands were pretty deadly, which, I don't know what the hell she's even doing out here. Like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Brooks and Jensen come out to like yeah. prevent Pretty oh. Deadly from leaving. I don't think you needed them. No, and I, then all of a sudden, he tried, there was Pretty Deadly, one of the guys tried to use the chair, move that away. They get hit by the chair. I was like, uh-oh. Now all of a sudden, we're probably going to uh, Easy and Nofi and Miguel Clay have an arrival with uh, Brooks and Jensen. So, it's gonna go that route. It's like here's the thing: is is Anofi and Blade basically the new jobber tag team? Is that what we're establishing here? Because yes. it's like this whole thing revolved around them. Yet now they're getting kicked to the side. Last Legend's gonna stand with Pretty Deadly, and it looks like they're gonna they're gonna <clears> feud <throat> with Brooks and Jensen and Fallon Henley. I guess because they couldn't get a woman to side with Anofi and Blade. Like they're just gonna okay, we're gonna toss them to the side, even though this whole thing started with Anofi and Blade being annoyed about Last Legend talking everybody's ears off and now we're just going to switch back to this we already mm-hmm. saw Pretty Deadly and Brooks and Jensen like what is the point of this to make Pretty Deadly the UK tag champs again mm-hmm. I mean they've already dominated NXT UK why put the belts back on them and second of all who wants to see these guys fight again we've already seen this I feel like this was this could have been a great match but they wasted it with trying to build an angle for something that I don't think is going to be watchable well we'll see what happens yes we will and of course uh, then we cut to the backstage area where Grayson Waller tells Cruz he's not welcome here Cruz tries to challenge him and Waller walks away well you know that's gonna happen yeah pretty much you know that Grayson Waller gets Apollo Cruz is gonna happen we'll see what happens on that note that'd be pretty good let uh, Apollo Cruz uh, I don't know recover we'll see what happens <laughs> absolutely <laughs> what <laughs> no just 
insanity. But I like, um, I mean, I, what I really want to see is if Grayson Waller and Cruz are going to go at it, again, you got Heat Wave next week. Book the fucking match. You got two people that want to fight, two big names in NXT, because Grayson Waller is a big name in NXT. Here's a bright idea. Have him fight. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. But of course, they decide not to advertise that. And then we move on to the main event of the evening. Can't believe I just said those words. Uh, Cora Jade versus Zoe Stark. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it somewhat. And apparently, Vinny did it before I let him go on. It was okay. It was typical back and forth and everything else. And uh, Cora Jade put a good fight. Zoe Stark put up a good fight and kicks, punches. Couple flips, it was believable. There was some psychology in it, and when it was Zoe Stark, but apparently Vinny didn't enjoy this match. Vinny, go ahead. Okay. Um. First of all, I didn't say I enjoyed the match. Sounds like you did it. No, I just was like, it's just I didn't think this was a match that was like I would make as my main event. They should have put Paulo Cruz or Rod Strong's as main event and put that where was where they were at. Well, that's well. Here's the thing: you didn't know going in if that match was going to be great or not. What I would have put as the the main event is Trick versus Wes. That yeah, would have been the main event sense. to me. It had a stipulation. It was part of a long-running feud. It should have been a heat wave. I just felt like that should have been the main event. I didn't look at this and go, like, here's the thing. I, when, by the time the match was over, I forgot. I, I didn't even realize, like, what the hell's going on? Then I looked at, it wasn't until I looked down at the clock and realized, oh, shit, this is the main event. It didn't feel like, it didn't have a main event feel to it. It didn't have a big match, big fight feel to where I'm like, okay, it's main event time. It was just like, oh, they're there. So, had nothing to do with hating the match. It was just, I didn't feel like this was a main event caliber match. Yeah, I understand that because it really wasn't. I was like, it was boring, but then again, it was somewhat entertaining. And hopefully, Zoe Stark takes that fucking title for Mandy Rose. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be a perfect picture ending to Heat Wave. And obviously, Zoe Stark, you knew she was going to win. They were not we gonna, They were not going to take this title shot away from her. There's a credible story. Things are going well. Cora Jade's a heel now, so there's no reason for her to get a women's title shot. There's no such thing as having two heel champions in a row. It's it, it's happened before, but it's never good. It would not end good. It's never good. I want to, I want I want the babyface to have the title now. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that in order for you know for it to work, the heel you know the heel loses to a babyface, especially a babyface that is out for revenge because they Toxic Attraction took Zoe out of the picture. So for Zoe to win the title would be epic. That's the exclamation point you want to put on this story. So. So there's no even even if Zoe loses next week it's still that's the story with Cora there's no story anymore because her story is with Roxanne Perez who took away her weapon which caused her to lose but now Cora has another reason to want to take out Roxanne you know and that's going to be the big that's going to be the big fight feel and it's going to be it's going to be a good match I got a feeling as I said this was it was just there like you knew who was going to win so it wasn't that exciting and then of course after the match Rose tries to sneak attack Stark hits her with her finish and then poses with the NXT Women's Championship that part I did not see. I did not see that. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, but they're basically giving the indication that, you know, she's planning to win next week. We'll see what happens at Heat Wave. But ultimately, um, you know, like I said, just didn't have a fight feel to it. All right, then, man. Well, I have to say, it was not a disappointing card. Oh, yeah. Overall, the card wasn't disappointing. But like I said, I didn't necessarily, like, hate or despise the main event. But I, I would not call this a stellar main event. This doesn't get nope. this. They didn't, they don't get the stellar 
thing tonight. They didn't earn that. <laughs> no, they didn't earn that for me either. All right, and that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this recap of NXT. Zach, as always, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us, and I uh, look forward to seeing you on the next one. Do I have a choice? I mean, you don't want the airtime. <laughs> I mean, or if you want to, or if you want to reinstate Elvis, so you can only do NXT. Oh fuck that! Uh-uh, he's no, he's not going to do that. He hates NXT. No, I said reinstate Elvis, so you can only do NXT. Because the reason do you're you doing AEW back? is because Elvis hasn't come back yet. Or I, I don't think he's going to anyway. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. I don't know. I know we've talked about him coming in for you know a one-off appearance. I know John has said he'd be open to coming back for a one-off appearance, but that would probably be for whether it be for NXT or something else. But you know, if, if Elvis ever, you know, I'm just saying, when Elvis, if Elvis decides to come back and do the AEW stuff again, or if we can get Dez to step in and do AEW, then you would only do NXT. But until then, you know, you're 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 uh, needed for AEW if you wish. No, of course I will. I will. All right, well, make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor, Anchor, Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcast, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com/slash/TheBoochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. We should have the male soap opera moment coming up soon. Um, don't know why the Wednesday is taking a long time to get that out there, but we're going to be posting that to the Facebook page. It's our recap of SummerSlam, and we also talk about the retirement of Vince McMahon on the male soap opera moments. Look on the lookout for that on the Facebook page. Also, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Uh, be sure to go to our YouTube channel. Check out all of our YouTube content, including uh, the Survivor Series 2021 watch party that was recently uploaded, and we got the Royal Rumble 2022 watch party coming soon, as well as the Night 2 WrestleMania 38 watch party, and maybe some other stuff coming soon. So hit that subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified to know when all that content will be posted alongside Boochcast Reviews Dark Side of the Ring. We got two more episodes left to film, and then just some heavy editing. Uh, then also, you can follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, November the 26th for WWE Survivor Series. That's right. We're getting together for the Survivor Series. Now, more than likely at this point, unless I hear other things, it looks like the team in Georgia will be doing the review. I know I've mentioned WrestleCade quite a few times here on the Boochcast, but recently I discovered that WrestleCade might be up in the air because at the time that we booked WrestleCade. Somebody else was working with us. A certain individual. I will not mention his name for now. Uh, there may come a day when I address all that. If you're on social media, you probably already know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to address it right now. Maybe in a future variety show I will, but because of that incident, we may or may not be going to WrestleCade. If we are, I'll see if we'll do a watch party there, but either way, the team here in Georgia will definitely be doing one and obviously if there's no WrestleCade at all, then I'll be there with the team. So, either way saturday november 26th survivor series watch party check us out on twitch.tv slash the boochcast also we got our live DD show coming soon our boochcast booking battle and another special project that we have in the works trying to get the team all together to work on their stuff once it's all done i know zach's done his part john's done his part elvis has done his part i gotta wait for a few other people and then we'll be able to get this thing started and um be off to the races also make sure you guys support the boochcast by going to anchor.fm 
patreon.com slash the boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Uh, we have three levels you can donate at. The first level is for 99 cents per month. It's people who um, don't have a lot of money to spend but still want to put a little skin in the game. They can help us out. It's just $1 a month. It uh, won't affect you guys, but it'll help us out a great deal. But at the same time, if money is tight for you and you can just, if the best thing you can do is listen to the show and spread the link to everyone you know, you're still helping us out and we still greatly appreciate it. We also have the second level you can donate at if you got some extra spending cash, which is $4.99, $5 per month. Same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $10. Same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold it to the Peacock, you got to know where to put that $9.99. So take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content in the network, and we are dedicated to giving the people what they want. The option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. Now, all the money that we raise from Anchor goes back into the show in some capacity. That's how your money's being spent. Used to upgrade our equipment, used to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host, you believe they deserve to be paid for the hard work they're putting in, anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. It's how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest to feed, uh, you know, Zach, his, uh, his ramen noodles, so he doesn't go hungry, um, you know, during these uh, trying times. Uh, there's only so much he can scrape off the dishes, you know, before he washes them. So we want sure he has a hearty mm. meal. And also, we try to get him laid because by this point, he's run through everything on Pornhub. He's on categories that we can't even describe here at this point. Oh, uh, fuck you. Uh, you know, at this point, he's going from clockwise rim jobs to counterclockwise rim jobs. When you start <laughs> wanting to see the tongue go the other way, you know your dry spell is getting horrible. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Boochcast. Talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, pizza baby. baby. Well, I see by the clock on the wall that it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.